Welcome back to another episode of the Dead Writers Talk. I'm your host, Jess, and thanks for joining me. We are a little over halfway through season two, and there will be three more episodes after this that you won't want to miss. On this week's episode, we will be talking about the effects social media has on reading and writing. Thank you so much to Aurora and Cosette for joining me today. Thanks for having us. I think people are probably sick of me by now. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt it. I doubt it. You could never get sick of you. (laughs) Cosette, on the other hand. I know. That's why I'm in so few episodes, because I knew that people (laughs) couldn't handle all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Small doses, small doses. You're just too special sometimes. Exactly. I appreciate it. Exactly. (laughs) So, social media. Um, Both of you have uh, some good old, what are they called, writergram accounts? I don't know. I just started an account. I, so I, I prefer really Authorgram, actually. Authorgram. <laughs> oh, my apologies. I just prefer you don't refer to me. Like, don't talk about my account. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. Well, uh, well this is uh, not going to fly for this episode. So, um, you know. Well, I'll see you all later then. Aurora, take it away. <laughs> Breach of contract. How dare you? Um. <laughs> Yeah, social media and how it kind of impacts both reading and writing. Um, and we'll kind of touch on this and we'll look at, oh, we'll look at four different social medias. So Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and TikTok. Just because I feel like they're pretty big in the whole reading writing community. So let's get into it. And we'll start off with Instagram. Uh, so just like the good and bad impacts that Instagram has and has had in the past on reading and writing. Oof. It's, it's strong on both ends of the spectrum, I think. So, you know, my warning to people, don't get into it if you're not emotionally capable. Um, Just because there are, there is a lot of risk putting yourself out there online for anything. And especially with creative stuff, because Creative stuff is often a piece of your soul that you're putting out for everyone to see, judge, comment on. And that can be really hard. But I don't know. For me personally, I think once I figured out boundaries, which took some time, it's great. Now it's great. I love it. Um, But I wish I had thought about boundaries earlier. (laughs) When you say, like, boundaries, what are you... Like, can you, like... Yeah, so... Probably like, mm, I have a couple. One being past a certain hour at night, I need to stop. Or if I've been on Instagram scrolling for this many hours, I need to stop because I'm just getting too caught up in algorithm and well, who's liking my post, who's not liking my post. I'm getting too caught up in looking at who has more than me, who's doing better than me. Um, Because there's really only so much to see on Instagram. It gets to a point where if I've been on there for five hours straight, I'm not really looking at content anymore. I'm just going down a rabbit hole at this point or just trying to distract myself. So there's that boundary. But then there's also the boundary of um, I do not have to be emotionally present for everyone I meet online. Um, I know there's pressure to engage, 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 and yeah, that's great, but there's so many people to engage with and so much going on. You know, I have to set the boundary of, no, I'm not going to reply to every message I get. I'm not going to follow back everyone who follows me and engage in their content because 
I mean, in a sense, that's a full-time job. And I don't need that right now because it's not paying me. <laughs> that's that whole like not falling back everyone who follows you and like not engaging with everyone's content is very relatable. Um, I felt so bad. I had to unfollow a ton of people like a couple months ago just because I was following, I don't know, I was following like 600 people or something like that. And it just, when it's accounts that post every single day, that's yeah. so much content. <laughs> just like, I can't be absorbing all of that all the time. And like, it made me feel bad, but at the same time, it's like, I don't believe anyone's obligated to follow me and I don't believe I should be obligated to follow anyone. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I I understand. Yeah. I found a way. So like I, I keep my followers very limited and that bothers some people, but it's like, no, because I don't want to clutter my feed, that kind of thing. But also I tend to follow hashtags more. So I'm seeing the content I want to see because everybody's putting out different kinds of content. So I'm really only following a couple people I really want to. And then the type of content that I want to see, which also helps in meeting the right people online if you're following the content tags as well. Right, that's so smart. Um, I like don't follow a single hashtag, so I'm about to like make a little <laughs> list, <laughs> see, see what I can do with that. Okay. Yeah. She's kind of you're kind of better at this than I am. <laughs> I think I'm better at uh, keeping sane a little bit, and just that I'm not growing my platform like crazy like yours is definitely much bigger than mine you totally handled engagement and platform growing so much better and I know what I would need to do to do it I'd need a more consistent post schedule like you do I would need to put myself out there way more but I'm just kind of like I kind of value my sanity a lot right now so yeah it's not for everyone it's not for everyone so I'm I'm impressed by how much you've done with your account for sure Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. But like you said, I, I, I do go insane. Like <laughs> It just drives me a little bit insane sometimes. Um, it's okay, though. It's, it is what it is. And I'm, I'm very grateful for like the platform that I do have. But yeah, it can be hard. And you said like consistent posting schedule. But honestly, I like haven't had that recently. And I have like watched my numbers dwindle, like, quote unquote, which is like a silly thing to say. Um, because actually, I, it's like you mentioned earlier, I try not to pay attention to the likes as much. And I even turned on my like hide like count on Instagram Mm -hmm. um so that I wouldn't be tempted to like focus on the numbers but it is interesting when I just like go check and I see like I mean my posts if I'm being completely honest my posts are averaging about 70 likes right now which is completely different from like when I was posting writing tips and I would get like upwards of 200 every time which is so strange it is a very strange um transition into like this different type of content Right. Well, to kind of like tie it into the reading and writing community then I, so I went through that as well. Um, but I had, I was getting, my platform was growing exponentially more when I was doing writing tips when I just started, but then I stopped. Cause like after just like a month of it, cause I was like, wait a second, I don't want to do this. And I quick switched gears. There are actually two writing communities that at least two that I know of, I'm sure there are more. Um, the one would be the one that you're in and that I started that was newer writers, younger writers, um, a lot of writing tip stuff and really aesthetic content, that kind of stuff. And then the group that I've sort of transitioned into is the mommy writers. I'm not a mommy, but I love the mommy writers. And there are women who are in their late 20s to 30s who are writing while adulting. And they that community is so much different because none of them want writing tips. They just want to know you know, the, the blog style, the writing going on, the kind of stuff that you're posting now. 
And so a lot of it, you know, the, the reading and writing aspect, it can negatively impact you if you're not in the right category or community, I guess. So if you're feeling like you're not being fulfilled with this account, you're not getting enough good out of it, then I'd say, okay, you need to start searching for a different community then. Try searching up different tags, go looking for different accounts. It, it does take effort, um, but it can be so much more beneficial when you get yourself in the right niche and you find the right people who are engaging and like your type of content and you like their type of content. Um, it just sounds like you're honestly growing up, Cosette, and <laughs> your priorities are shifting in your writing career now. And unfortunately, it's not the writing tips anymore. And, you know, they're still fun here and there. But yeah. I, it seems like you just want to share your writing more. And you just got to find the right community that wants that now. This has just turned into like adult advice with Aurora, which like I'm not <laughs> mad about it. I'm actually this is very helpful. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I guess if anyone's listening and they sh are struggling with the same things, like Aurora is a very wise, wise person. I feel like you have a very old soul. <laughs> like I just feel like you know so many things. That <laughs> well, trial and error. Um, I have a couple more years of failing, so. <laughs> You're going to do it so gracefully. You're going to fail so gracefully. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I mean, I guess then from a reading aspect, it can be great and not great because you can find the people who love the books you love. And that's so much fun. But you can also find the people who are reading so much more than you. And you're like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I read this much? You know, I didn't like this book. Why are people going crazy? <laughs> oh my gosh. I we're, we're talking about TikTok, right? Because like, when we get into like book talk. and Instagram, yeah, but both. Yeah, but there were so many books where people have like hyped them up so much, and then I read them, and I'm like, "What is this? I, I, know. I don't enjoy this." <laughs> I I have lots of controversial book opinions, but another time, maybe. <laughs> well, it's just so different from how I grew up in high school because it was really just whatever books were considered the best sellers at the time and that my library stocked. To me, that was those were the hyped books. So I would read those. And sometimes I liked them, sometimes I didn't. But like I couldn't share that with anyone unless I got a friend to also read it. And now it's like just millions of people that I can share with, you know, a book and how different tastes are because I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> this is what everyone loves right now? Am yeah. I stupid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah someone so it's good and like bad only... yeah yeah that's honestly what I was getting into like as someone who's literally just started like a a author Instagram writer Instagram page um it's like I haven't <laughs> I'm not entirely active on it um like I go on and I'll look at the posts that like you guys will post and I'll share that stuff but I can definitely see where there's the good and the bad, but I mean, I think that's just like in general what everything's like, but yeah. I have seen more of like the good side of it on my own personal page. Just a lot of oh, people yeah. like hyping it's me so up. It's so welcoming. It's so welcoming. Um, yes, they're going to be trolls and yes, it can be stressful when you're playing the numbers game and the comparison game, but the community is so nice. I mean, even when we argue about stuff, it's like my feelings are hurt. It's not like terrible, terrible stuff that I've seen at least. Um, 
But to anyone who's like thinking about making a writer Instagram or like just you getting into it, I heard someone say it was it was for a different kind of writer platform. But she had said in her video, um, ask yourself why before you get into it. If the reason is I want to become popular, I want to grow a platform, I want to like that's fine, but you need to lower your expectations. Um, when you're entering that community. If your reason is just to meet other people, that's honestly probably going to go a whole lot better. Um, and if it's, it should really, the core of it needs to be the love of writing and wanting to share that love with others. Yeah, I agree. That's basically like the reason I started my account was like, I just kind of want to share my writing journey mm -hmm. for people to see. You like it could be five people it could be 200 people I don't care I'm just kind of yeah. sharing that and putting it out there and it's almost like a like a record for me to look back on as well and that community is so important too like when I was getting started writing at first like it was just all on my own and then I got into Instagram and kind of meeting people and sharing some of my writing with them and it does wonders for your writing when you share it with other people when you have front, trusted, good quality friends that hype you up and also give you ideas and, you know, just are there to support you and make you excited to keep sharing your writing. That It can make the world of a difference. Any last words we have on Instagram? Can we, like, maybe rate how we feel about all platforms for writers if you're going to do something? Like, if a writer's going to get yes. a platform, which one should they choose? Yes. All right, okay. what would we rate Instagram at? Out of like 10? Yeah. Yeah. I would rate Instagram like an 8. Just in I, terms I'm of like, same. it's like safer to share on Instagram than on Twitter because you're sharing images and things. And it's it's more about the aesthetic than it is about everything you're saying. People aren't going to judge everything you're saying as hardcore as like on Twitter, for example. So I, I rate Instagram an 8, but I'm probably biased. No, I, well, yeah, I'm also definitely biased, but, like, also I write Instagram at 8 because um, I think the writing community is more established on Instagram than, like, I mean, okay, probably Tumblr also has a pretty established writing community, but Tumblr is also weird. So <laughs> Instagram is, like, a, a pretty safe place for, like, if you want to start a writing social media account, I would say start there. Agreed. Agreed as well. All right, we'll keep that in mind when we do the others. Next up, um, <laughs> Twitter. Um, and I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just gonna let you guys talk about Twitter, and then I'll give my own opinion on it. <laughs> yeah. Do I follow you, Cassette? Are you on Twitter? I like technically yes. Um, I don't really. I only ever use it for like when we're doing coach hunt, and then oh, yeah. <laughs> occasionally I'll like Is log on like and retweet some of my friends' stuff, but like. Posty with seven S's. It is with seven. Yes. <laughs> I remember yeah. I remember this. Yeah. So like I made my Twitter when I was getting into um publishing research, just because that's where all of the publishing industry people are. I don't know what it is, but they just decided to congregate there. And so agents, editors, publishing houses, um, all of them are on Twitter and if you just follow them, every once in a while they like to rant, but also just put out really informational stuff about publishing and books and the writing world. And they give you um, 
you know, really kind of spoilery, but like ahead of the times, like information about books coming out and things like that, that that is where book world stuff happens first. Um, so it's, it's beneficial if you like to stay up to date on things. It's not beneficial if you can't handle drama, because that is a big part of Twitter. A big part of, you know, the threads is just to rant about stuff. And it can often ruffle feathers. And there can be fights and there can be really hateful things said just because people put a lot of pressure on everything you say on Twitter, just because that's what Twitter's platform is. It's just about the words. Um, so I, I have only dipped my toes into Twitter. I use Twitter more as a informational hub rather than a author platform. Um, and then, of course, I use it for our, our writing service here for Coach Hunt and things. But I don't, yeah, I, I would say approach Twitter cautiously just because of that. I would say pretty much the same. Like Twitter has never been my favorite social media platform I actually didn't have I like created a Twitter like my sophomore year of high school and then never used it um until like Coach Hunt started up and then I started I used it for Coach Hunt and then I the one thing I will say is Twitter pitch events like well pitch wars doesn't exist anymore but like DV pit it that is a great way to like get your work out there and like if you're ready to start like dipping your toe into querying if that's the route you're going Mm -hmm. it's definitely a great place for me at least it was a great place to start um because I like got the initial like shock of like oh my god people want to read my stuff like out of the way and then I was able to focus on like actually making it good and like submitting and stuff like that and I got like my one full request off of an agent off of Twitter so that was like uh kind of yeah. fun Twitter um, Twitter is a then, great tool more than an yes. community I think yes I agree with that I'd also have to agree as someone who I've been on Twitter for so long, probably since 20, 2015, I think is when I started my first account. And I also run <laughs> the Twitter for our lovely organization. So it's just, <laughs> I've seen the good and the bad of Twitter. There is quite a bit of bad just in general, not even just like for reading and writing communities but it's very easy to fall into that kind of like pit of negativity to fall into like this really toxic right. environment and it's easy to be swayed as well to kind yeah. of follow the herd that if well a hundred thousand people are talking badly about this author in this book then I think I need to hate this author in this book too and it's like, you know, something that I've never heard about before. So it's it's easy to also fall into the trap of, I hate the word cancel culture. But it, just gonna yeah. form is probably the best way to go, honestly. Yeah. And some people love it. Some people, it is their primary social media platform. Um, for some authors, it is. But I've noticed that for the authors that love it, they're they're tending to use it more as you know, their platform for getting information out. They're not necessarily there for community. Oh, on that note, what will we rate Twitter? Only because it's useful as a tool, I'm going to rate it like a six. Oh, uh, I was going to rate it a three because I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> um, and it has only three good things. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd probably have to put it around a six as well. Six or seven. Yeah. Mostly I how you most, use it. Yeah, because I use it so often. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's best if you want more of a community, stick more towards Instagram, I think. Yeah, definitely. We've got Tumblr up next. <laughs> what do we want to... Okay, well, I kind of want to start with you, Cosette, with the faces you make in there. I just... Tumblr is such a strange place. Yes, I was like... It can I, be. I wasn't, I wasn't on Tumblr. Like, I didn't... Well, I technically did have a Tumblr account, but, like, I, like, got logged out of it and then could never log back in. So, like, it doesn't... I don't even know the name of it. Um, it, it exists, but I don't know the name of it. But, like, okay. I was never on Tumblr, but I was on Instagram and I shot all of, like, the Tumblr reposts. Like, you know, when people screenshot and they just yes. repost it on an account. Oh, like, I know, I get I get the basics of Tumblr. Um, and I do say I have, like, a Tumblr phase because, like, I basically did just without the actual website. Um, and <laughs> Tumblr is, a, a, like I said, it's a weird place because people <laughs> just say things on Tumblr. <laughs> I will say, though... But the writing and reading advice that I've seen on Tumblr, a lot of it has been pretty good, pretty solid. That's mm-hmm. honestly probably where I've gotten some of the best advice that I've ever gotten is from Tumblr. Yeah. But also, think, it's like Tumblr screenshots reposted on Instagram, so. Right. Yeah. Um, Tumblr is like if Instagram and Twitter had a love child because you're combining aesthetic and more discussion and words but they make it so much easier because their word count is so much larger than twitter Mm -hmm. and it's really about the discussion um at least from the side of tumblr i was always on um i will say though you know today i wouldn't recommend people get a tumblr just because it is not as popular of a hub for anything writing going on i hate to say tumblr is dead but at least when i check all of the resources I used to go to on Tumblr are inactive. So I don't know. I like, I'll say for the writing aspect of Tumblr, I don't see a whole lot, but the reading communities, there's a lot, there's a lot when you look up, like I follow, follow specific tags for like my favorite books on Tumblr. And you get always huge. Exactly. And they're still pretty huge on Tumblr. So if you want kind of like a hub of just every possible like opinion and fan art and just like discussion about your favorite books, Tumblr has a lot of that. And I find it's a lot more than Instagram. Yeah. And Tumblr doesn't take itself so seriously either. So like, Mm -mm. there's not much drama that I ever encountered. I don't. Yeah, I've there's like the occasional time where like, someone you're following like gets an anonymous ask going like why are you posting this type of content and but the person just goes back really politely and says like that's what I enjoy if you don't want to you don't have to be here so yeah. it's 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 a lot less like drama going on like you said and I find the reading communities and the fandoms on there it's just it's overall a positive experience and you get to experience like everyone's different opinions on your fandoms and you can branch out different ships in there. And I don't know, I just find it a really great experience when you're wanting to talk about like the books that you enjoy. Right. I mean, so I find Tumblr to be a cool thing to check out, but in terms of recommending to authors and writers starting out, I would say you don't really need to. Um, You're going to find everything that was great on Tumblr um, 
narrowed down and reposted on Instagram. So somebody else already did the searching for you to find those gems. And there's not much new going on there. Yeah, it's definitely more of a tool for like, those readers who want more of a community in their fandom. It's not exactly something I see oh, yeah. a lot of writers Tumblr using. Is, Tumblr is the hub for fan art, I think. Yes, absolutely. And it's always so cool, too. Mm-hmm. Don't people, like, also write fanfiction on Tumblr? Like, yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. We're unlocking a lot of... <laughs> Percy Jackson fanfiction. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a place where like as a reader I like being because you get to see all the different things that people are thinking about like your favorite fandoms and stuff. Like you see like a ship you never thought would have thought of, but somehow you're like, "Oh, well, now that you're putting it like that, like I kind of like I can see it." And all this really cool fan art. When I tell you like I will spend hours just scrolling through fan art from like different books because it's so amazing. And I'm just mm-hmm. in awe because I can't art, but they can. And it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the honestly, Tumblr has a lot of good. And I wouldn't even say it has a bad. It's just like a downside that it's just you're not going to find as much community there. Also, like, if you accidentally stumble into the wrong place on Tumblr. This like, is also true. The 18 plus uh, content yes. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're going down the rabbit hole, things happen. Gotta be careful. (laughs) So I think we kind of have to like split this up in like Tumblr on a writing aspect and Tumblr for like a reading aspect for our ratings. I I think I would still, I would give this one a six as well. Um, Just, you know, for Twitter, it was a six because of the tool. For Tumblr, it's a six because of the kind of joy you can get out of it, but that's about it. Um, for Tumblr, from a writing standpoint, I give it a five because, like, you can find, like, like Aurora said, you can find interesting stuff on Instagram. Like, they've already sorted through it, but, like, it'd be fun. Um, then for reading, I literally don't know. Um, <laughs> maybe, like, a seven. And <laughs> I actually have, like, never really been on, like, the reading side of Tumblr, so, like, <laughs> sounds from cool. what Jessa said I give it like a 7 out of 10 yeah. it's fun check it out um, I'd probably put like the writing side because I like I haven't seen much on Tumblr and I'm on it quite often I'd probably put writing side on, like a 4 and the reading side at like an 8 okay. just because it can be a quite quite a fun experience going on there yeah. so both of stuff. you the two numbers you gave are my middle number of 6 <laughs> I see. Uh, It's all coming together. (laughs) Got a lot of numbers going on right now. (laughs) I just do it in my head, you know? (laughs) Um, Now, let's talk about the big one. Big one one lately. scares me. The one that's a little scary. Uh, TikTok. Got that good old book talk going on. Yeah. Um, I wish Lee was here because Lee actually has like a legitimate presence on book talk that I know mm-hmm. of. Um, yeah, TikTok, oh gosh, it can be so, so good for a platform just because of 
the huge impact it has had on careers for authors and people who are considering being authors. Like I remember seeing one day some, some guy just had posted his story idea and it went viral and he's like, well, I guess I have to get it printed now because you guys want to pay for it. And it's crazy that it can just catapult people like that, but it can also, yeah, the drama is pretty bad on book talk. People are a little unhinged. Yeah. The drama is bad any place on TikTok. TikTok is just, a sounding chamber for like yeah drama and people to just because not it's be the nicest it, it is pretty anonymous like you know not, nobody's totally anonymous but in terms of the other platforms you can be the most anonymous on tiktok i think yeah and yeah. people will just say anything because everyone's saying just anything in the comments so mm-hmm. then if anyone can do it then everyone does it and yeah people can just go off and say things they really shouldn't mm-hmm. Yeah, I think looking at TikTok, it's like you said, you see a lot of things where people are getting their ideas and their books really hyped up and they're like, oh, well, this is actually like, all right, let's do it. There's a lot of interest. You see a lot of authors who like they get to be published because they blew up on TikTok, Mm -hmm. but that's not always a good thing because I feel like sometimes it's overhyped. Yeah. So, I mean, my advice to people would be TikTok is fine to like kind of get involved with because depending on the videos you're liking, the algorithm is not going to show you all the drama. I I do not see a lot of the drama on BookTok because I don't like the drama videos. So I'm only seeing the kind of feel good ones. And um, so my algorithm is a little more curated. But so it's great for that if people want to find community that way. And I've also found a lot of new reads that way of like self-published authors that blow up on there. I'm like, I never would have found this. And that's been great too. Um, especially because of the algorithm being so spot on sometimes it, it just kind of knows the kind of books you want to read. So that's been really cool for somebody making an account, like in terms of wanting to make content, I, me personally, that is not something that I'm going to consider until I am I am ready, you know, that I have a book completely done and I'm thinking of putting it out there and I'm and I'm ready to put it out there. Because I want to traditionally publish, I'm not putting anything out until that's actually in the works. If I was self-publishing, I'd be right now like crazy sharing all about my book. That it can be such a cool it can be such a great tool in that way for depending on what you want to do with your writing. Um I think Lee uses it just for growing her platform and and she can do that because she's got so much content ideas. But yeah, I would say use TikTok very carefully. And TikTok is also like as an app, it's a very volatile platform um, because so like, okay, this is like going more into like the actual like logistics side of it. But I had a TikTok account that was like growing and I think I'd like, just hit like 2000 followers on it and stuff. And I was promoting my writing on it and I was like getting good feedback. And then all of a sudden they just like permanently banned my account Mm. for absolutely no reason. And I tried contacting them about it and saying like, what was the reason that this happened? Cause they just said that I had like multiple community guideline violations, quote unquote. And so I tried contacting them about it and I never heard back. And so that account and all of that traction I gained is just gone. And it's like, yeah as a platform like that's never happened to me on any other platform and I have like 17 Instagram accounts 
like, <laughs> you know, you would think it happened to at least one of them, but yeah. no, it was just TikTok who does that to me. Is it just that TikTok is literally so huge, like they can't control the beast anymore? Is that kind of what it is? I actually have no idea. Like, because when I looked it up and I was like, why did this happen to me? People were saying that it happened to them too. And they just like, and, and it's hard to contact them at all. Like they don't have an email to contact. They don't have a phone number you can call. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if you're trying to go grow your platform and trying to make that like an actual mm-hmm. like, quote unquote business move, it's a very difficult platform to work with. Right. And, and most of it is only if other people are sharing it, like you probably won't go yeah. viral, but if you at least get it out there and introduce it to people, they can take it to make it go viral. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of cases where with TikTok, people either get shadow banned um, and that's just like where their content isn't showed on the For You page anymore. Um, so you'd have to be like specifically following them and looking at your follow list, which I don't know how many people on TikTok actually specifically look at the TikToks the people they follow post. I do. Um, <laughs> oh, I do not. I'm strictly like either. on my For You page. And if someone I follow is on there, I'm like, great, cool. Well, I, I follow, again, I, I really curate who I follow. And so I only want to see, like, I only follow like 20 people. And so I only want to see them sometimes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, TikTok has grown a lot since the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. It just, it's helped a lot of people, but I also think it's not and the TikTok, best. TikTok as a whole is a dangerous platform in terms of what you might accidentally see. If we're going to rate how yeah. dangerous all of the um, platforms that we just discussed are in terms of what you might see, TikTok 100% because their community guidelines are trash. Like, you know, they say that this is what it is, but then the people who don't break them are getting banned. And then the people who do break them aren't getting banned. And I see a lot of disturbing stuff that I wish I never had seen on TikTok sometimes. And it's gotten to the point that like, I've actually had to start blocking accounts because I've never liked their videos, but TikTok keeps pushing them. And I'm like, this is disturbing. Why does this keep getting on my for you page and I just have to block accounts because it's it's so awful the way that some things get pushed. So it's I, I would not recommend TikTok to young writers. Um, I mean, yeah. I know everyone's on it, but in terms of if you're going to get absorbed into a platform and spend your most time on a platform, I do not recommend TikTok. I've seen there's like because on your for you page, they like recommend like live videos sometimes. And I've noticed the lives that are recommended, they're totally outside of the algorithm of the rest of your For You page. They don't recommend lives of, like, other accounts that you like or follow. It's just, there's some pretty rough ones that I just have to. So fast. So fast fast as I can. Because, like, I've just seen so much, so many things that I don't want to see because they don't regulate that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're ready and you have something ready that you want like TikTok I would say again use it as a tool only when you're ready to get things out there for your writing career otherwise you know just make sure your algorithm's curated to the best of your ability um book talk can be nice if you use it wisely so rating wise mm, this is hard because the payoff is huge the payoff is like a 10 mm-hmm but the negatives are like a one. 
So I think I'd have to give it like a four or five then. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I'm like, I'm honestly like 4.5 rounded up to a five territory. <laughs> um, not, not to Goodreads this, but, <laughs> but it's a 4.5 rounded up to a five for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard when you try to balance the there's there's a lot of good stuff that can be done, but a lot of that bad heavily outweighs it. So I'd kind of yeah. have to agree around like four or five there, which is unfortunate. But yeah, the guidelines just needs need to work. be enforced the right way. Yeah, PR needs work. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's all we've got for social media. So I thank you both so, so much for coming on here. I think it can, hopefully everyone listening has got a good idea of maybe somewhere they want to start in terms of a social media account for writing or reading or anything. Um, But thank you, Aurora and Cosette, for joining me. You're welcome. And go follow us. <laughs> oh. Yes, we will, we will have the, we'll have the accounts linked for you guys. So you can go check out. They're no, I'm just kidding. Media. Don't don't follow no. me. I really don't, don't expect it. <laughs> Actually, no. Go follow Aurora. Go follow Aurora. <laughs> I'm logging her Go follow Aurora. Come on. Don't be shy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Um. Social media. Go check us out on social media. Instagram, Twitter. Yes, we are on TikTok. It's fine. It's fun. It's fine. Come see us. Come check it out. Um, And we will catch you next time.